Gaming Uncensored is brought to you by Colonel Duff. Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere. Only on Gaming Uncensored. Controlling transmission. Divided by a thousand miles of barren wasteland, two men mysteriously linked by alien technology on a podcasting mission to boldly deliver video game news and views directly to your brain. This is Gaming Uncensored. Now, your gaming uncensored guides, the dynamic duo, the video game gurus, yeah, okay. a man on wheels, and a yeti with a modem, Jamie and Tommy. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. How you doing? My name is Jamie Jordan, and this is a brand new episode of Gaming Uncensored. And all I have to say is, what the hell is a gigawatt? <laughs> and of course, Tommy's sitting over there. You're gonna get that reference. You better get that reference. Hey, 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 um, tell me more about this. Well, you didn't get it. The Doc in Stray is very clearly Doc yes, Brown from it's Back wonderful. Future, right? <laughs> yes. right, right. So he he literally when he said 1.21 gigawatts, all I could hear is Michael J. Fox in my head going. What the hell is a gigawatt? It would have been wonderful. We're going to talk about Stray a lot, so just be prepared here a little bit. It would have been wonderful if the game was voiced. It's not voiced. Uh, yes. But if it were voiced, uh, it, it would definitely have to be Doc Brown's voice for, for Doc in the game. That would have been yeah, perfect. Because it's very obviously <laughs> yes. Doc Brown. And I give, them, I give them huge props. Because when you walked up on him, I was like, before before yeah. he even said 1.21 gigawatts, I was like, that looks like Doc Brown. Yep. And I don't know why I made that connection, but, and then he, he said it needs 1.21 gigawatts, and I went, <laughs> yes! Yep. Score one for old men everywhere. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that made me so happy. Um. I, but seriously, that's all I could hear for the next hour was Michael J. Fox in my brain going, what the hell is a gigawatt? <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Uh, and so, a good game. Uh, we, we got we get to talk about a game, which is always yes. fun. So it's something that's current. So we will uh, we'll talk about that. We'll probably talk about some old games as well, I'm guessing. Uh, here well, a maybe bit. a little bit. I haven't gotten... I have one complaint, which I'll complain about a lot. But that's other always, than that, uh, yeah. that's always the fun part, right? Uh, yeah. Other than that, we do have news today uh, on the show as well. Uh, not a ton. It is just that time of year where there's just not a lot going on. But some Microsoft news we'll get to. Uh, a, a big humble bundle uh, that we'll uh, we'll talk about here in a little bit. And that time of year when games get delayed. So a couple more delay announcements for you for some games that are now coming next year. We'll take just a second to talk about some of the games that are currently slated for 2023 it's gonna be a, a big year for video games at this rate so uh yeah we've got uh we've got all that coming up uh and of course 
whatever we don't get to, go by the show notes, uh, gaminguncensored.com to uh, to see those things because there will, even with so little news, we probably won't get to it all. We're not because that's not <laughs> what we do. That's not the point of this show. There, there's there's 8,000 gaming podcasts out there to give you all the news you want. <laughs> we are not that show. Uh, and for those of you that have been here for a while, yes, we know the feed is still broken. I meant to tell you, dude, it's still broken. So I'm saying it right should be here, fine. still broken uh, because we are not current on Spotify. Oh, so well, check right now. That's so weird. I don't know what's going on with the feed. So the, the, last, just... the last episode on Spotify is still an E4 episode. So wild. I'll have to check uh, that out. We, um, we, yeah. For everybody that's listening we... to the show, uh, if you're, yeah. uh, well, if you're not getting the show, you're not listening to the show. <laughs> so for those of you that are here, uh, glad you're here. For those of you who aren't here, I don't know what to tell you because you can't hear any of this stuff because you're not getting the show. So, right. Uh, we work on that. If you are coming from uh, Spotify over to Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts, uh, welcome on a different platform and we will try to get that figured out. Yes. Stitcher is good. Uh, I'm gonna check Apple. I'm gonna check Spotify. It's yeah, it's been a mess recently, and I don't know why it's a mess. Um, but yeah, I, I think technology sucks. I think they're trying to tell us we need to do something different with the feed because we're right. we're still doing old school. Like there's all these services out there, and yeah. you still do the feed yeah. by hand. So yeah, what is up with that? Spotify, sure enough, last one is an E4 episode. Yeah, we'll get it. <laughs> See ya. I, I Everything else that, is up to date. I'm happy about that, but Spotify. I, I love what's going on, guys? I, I love that he didn't actually believe what I was saying. Like, oh, look. <laughs> Man, I got to check. I can't yeah. just, uh, you know. Yeah. But everything else is good. I, I so hopefully somebody's it. listening to us right now. So if yeah, you're listening to us, let us know. Uh, we're probably just talking into thin air, which is what we <laughs> well, expect to be doing most of the time. So that, uh, per what, chance you hear us, let us know. That's what we've been doing for a long time. <laughs> Two random guys talking in the market, and it's just pure luck that people actually listen to I it. Know, we do nothing. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, man, we do nothing to get people to listen to this show. Like, it just the guys that are here, man, we love you guys. And however you found us, God yeah. bless you. Because yeah. we've put no effort into that. <laughs> we probably and should. What, but, man. What, what, what's crazy to me is that... Uh, is is that we're still getting new people. I know there's I know. still new people out there that still pop up, and I love it. So if you're new and you're just getting the show, yes, this is the show. This is what we do. It's, and you're not listening to us on Spotify, obviously. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, if you're new to the show, welcome. We're glad to see you. Yes, we made no effort to get you here. And I think part of the reason that we make no effort uh, to get uh, new folks here is because if we are making an effort to get new folks here, that means that we would actually have to do more content. Yes. So there's that. <laughs> it's kind of a catch-22. Like, I would love to do more content, but you have a busy, busy, busy life. and. Uh, and and it's it's kind of one of those things. There will there will come a day when you finally retire from your eighteen jobs, <laughs> and this is what we will do because you know the little girl will very soon get to an age where 
she doesn't care what dad's doing. Yes. And we'll, we'll be we'll be fabulous with dad sitting in a room with his weird friend. So yes, uh, that's uh, that, that is, day is, that is around the corner. That that could be tomorrow at this rate. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's it's coming. It, it's coming, and and we've been saying it for almost what seventeen, eighteen years now. At some point, you guys are going to get lots and lots and lots of us, probably more than you want, because we don't have lives, and this is what we like to do. So yep. uh, there's that. That being said, we should say thank you to the people on Patreon because we know they're watching this. <laughs> yes, we should. Uh, we should definitely do that. Uh, big thanks to Cabbage, Jose, Narc, Duff, Josh, Hector, Spider, Spencer, Kavash, Chad, Zeke, Chris, Brigham, Sam, Andrew, and Luik. Uh, as always, we appreciate you guys uh, a ton. If you want to support us on Patreon, go by gamingunsensored.com. Uh, click that Become a Patron uh, link, and you can watch us uh, if, if you so desire. Uh, we put right. these uh, shows up as, as video podcasts on the uh, Patreon feed uh, every time we do an episode. So uh, if if you would like that content, it's available to you. If you want to support us and never have to see our faces, we'll take that too. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> yeah. let's, let's be honest, there's not a lot real interesting with either one of our faces. There, there is not. Um, this is 100% true. So. Um, so I I have to say, I, I want to start with Stray because I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll talk about... Uh, fall out at at some point, but I want to start with Stray because there's a couple of things that really strike me with Stray that I don't see very often. And we started talking about it with Horizon and, and, and that is that Stray is purely gameplay, right? Like there's, there's some story in there. But I gotta be real honest with you, I I uh, I did not actually start reading the dialogues until you found Doc Brown, because I was like, I, I don't know what's up with these robots. I assume that all of humanity downloaded themselves into robots and they don't realize, <laughs> and so now everybody's robots, and that's what the, I didn't care until you found Doc Brown. And part of the reason that I haven't watched the last video is since you found Doc Brown, I have read, I have literally hit the pause button every five seconds <laughs> and stopped to read every conversation. Yeah. Because w- when you when you found Doc Brown, it like perked me up. It's like holy crap, this is interesting. I, right. I, I I like this, and from that point, it has gotten super interesting from the story perspective. So I'm not saying the story's not there. There's definitely a story there. But 96% of this game is gameplay and game design. And it feels very much like a mirror's edge. It's a it's kind of a mirror's edge kind of a kind of a parkour kind of a thing, except that you're a cat. Yes, <laughs> and, and uh, I, I just, I really, I that that was the, the that's what I equated was mirror's edge. I may be out of my mind, 
thinking that, but yeah. that's what it feels like. There, there's definitely a, a tempo difference between Stray and Mirror's Edge. Mirror's yeah, Edge is pretty frenetic, and, and Stray is not. <laughs> Stray is pretty chill, uh, other than when you're running away from the little... Uh, Sentinels. Yeah, no, the Sentinels yeah. too, but the little like head crab things. I, they have a name, but all I can think yeah. of is head crabs because they remind me of head crabs. Uh, the little uh, eat your flesh off, uh, eat yeah, the robot the, those flesh. Things. I, don't remember the, I don't remember what they're called. But, I don't either. Yeah. But anyway, there's a ton of them and you run from them and that's the kind of action oriented part of the game but that's pretty minimal there's not a ton of that it's mostly puzzle solving and and you know talking to people and trying to figure out or talking to robots and trying to figure out what you're supposed to do i do think on the story thing uh it, it is it, it's a lot more story that i think you're giving it credit for it's just the fact that it's not voiced all right doesn't land the story as well as it could have i i think there it's a game that should have been voiced like that's a obviously it's an indie title they make choices uh where you could both save money and i totally get that and so not a knock there but also artistic choices i'm sure there was a lot of conversations about whether or not they should voice this game and the fact that you're a cat and so like you're not technically hearing the language anyway and everything's getting translated through this little like floating robot thing that hangs out with you i'm sure there was a you know it'd be kind of weird to voice this this would be a strange like game to have be voiced since you you are are, are a cat you know <laughs> like it would not make a lot of sense but the narrative part of the game which is it you know it's fine it's not great it's not terrible it's fine would have landed better if there would have been a voiced element to it I get why they didn't do that, but that was a uh, that to me is the missing component of making the the narrative element really land. I I agree, yeah, a thousand percent. That if it was voice, it would be a whole lot more engaging story wise. Um, the other thing is, I know I'm getting old because I'm looking at the video, going, "How many of these are left?" Because it's literally taking me an hour to watch a 30-minute video because <laughs> you you go talk to somebody and so I pause and I read the thing and then I unpause and then you yeah. go on and then you talk to somebody else and so I pause and I read the thing and like it takes forever and I feel like I should turn my gamer badge in because I'm I'm not into reading stuff on a screen anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not. And that's part of the reason, like, I'm really excited to play something like Disco Elysium on my, on my big, nice screen. However, like, that game is like 80% text. And so I'm like, eh, no, I don't <laughs> really want to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I don't, I'm, I'm not, maybe it's because I'm old and my eyes suck. I yeah. didn't tell you, but I, I went to, uh, went to the eye doctor the other day and actually got new glasses and, and I was like, okay, these help really well for my distance. And then I walked into my, I don't remember if I was here or if I was at my parents' house, but I walked into my room and looked at, a monitor <laughs> can't read anything, and I'm like, "Well, this this sucks." Uh, so you are yeah. officially getting old, my friend. Uh, that yeah. is <laughs> that is getting old. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm 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 with you. I I 
we grew up in the era of reading video games that there was no yeah. voice uh and then when voice acting happened in video games it was awful for a long long time uh and so i feel like we've paid our dues with it you know <laughs> like yeah. we've we've grown up in, in the world that doesn't have this and now we're spoiled by it and i i fly through text uh yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's a, i i had that realization well into stray that i was like man I'm, I'm just blowing through this text. There's no way Jamie's keeping up. And I had a thought of you having to pause every five seconds. I was like, oh, that's too bad. I didn't and stop I doing am. it. Yeah. <laughs> but I did have that thought. I, I thought about it while I was doing it. Uh, but it's just, yeah, it was just one of those things about the game. I was like, ah, I would have enjoyed it slightly more if you would have done this. It, it's right. not a big knock on the game. It is... For I mean, for what it is, it was a fun game. I played all the way through it. I don't play all the way through every game I play. Uh, and and I, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to play through every game you play. Uh, there are some games that hook you. And I, I got into Stray. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, and so it's a, it's a good game. It's a, a game that if you have PlayStation Network, you should go download. If you don't, you probably shouldn't buy. I don't know. You can buy it. You do whatever you want. But you should go buy PlayStation Network and play it that way instead of buying the game uh, outright. Like it's a, it's a really nice game to play as part of a subscription plan. It's not a game that necessarily you have to go and and buy in and of itself. Though if you're like totally anti-subscription plan, there's plenty of those people out there. Uh, It's, it's fine. Maybe wait for it to go on sale. uh, Cause it's like, 30 bucks, I think. I don't yeah. think I'd pay 30 bucks for it. No, it's not worth 30 bucks. But it's fine. It's it's mostly puzzle sh- solving. If you're into kind of puzzle solving and having to figure out like putting pieces together and, and being a little, essentially a little uh, uh, cyberpunk detective cat. That's what you are in this game. Uh, like it's 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 cute and it's fun. And I like to bother <laughs> my, my in real life cats by pressing the circle button and making it meow through the controller and have them like tilt their head sideways looking at the controller, which was really fun. Uh, it was, it's fine. Uh, it, it has this little action moments. It, it's a little creepy at times. Uh, with the little head crabs that eat the cat, yeah. and so you got to be uh, be wary of that. But they're, you know, it's not a horror game by any means. It's not super scary or anything like that. It just has that little bit of darkness to it that keeps it interesting, uh, like a, a you know, like a limbo or inside kind of just at moments that it kind of has that vibe to it. Uh, it's, it's got a little sentimentality to it, uh, and and it's it's fine. It's a it's a solid game. Go play it if you've got nothing else to play. It's it's a good game to waste five or six hours on. One one more thing I have to mention that I thoroughly enjoyed, and you'll get this. Nobody else will understand this. We'll have to explain, but especially towards the end, you really embraced your inner Pompeii, and I I, <laughs> I, I really. Uh, I really appreciate that because you were just like a you were a prick. Like <laughs> if, if they were if somebody's playing a game, you hop right out there and mess up the game. Or if somebody's <laughs> playing pool, you hop right out there and mess up the pool. And I was like, that's totally Pompeii. Yes. Uh, it, yeah. And it's one of like they they did pay attention to a lot of those little details of like 
the neuroticness of cats uh and so like you could just randomly like knock stuff off of shelves or jump in the middle of like there were two robots playing chess and you just jump on the chessboard and screw it up uh which is very entertaining or just like curl up in random places and fall asleep and like it just like there was a lot of that to the game which was very very fun if you've ever owned a cat you will immediately relate with like the catness of <laughs> the game which is also very fun uh it just yeah, yeah it was a, a solidly fun game that we won't ever talk about again after this no. episode, but no. solidly fun game. And that's okay. Those kind of games, there's a great place for them in the gaming world. I I, I love that it's an indie game and that an indie made this and they're going to make some money off this because yes. it's good enough to make some money off of it. it really yeah. Is. Yeah. And I hope um, they do more. Uh, I, I, I want to see, uh, I don't know if I want to see more stray, but I kind of like this world. This world was kind of an interesting thing, like these robots just living in this uh, this abandoned city, uh, not really knowing what's outside of it, and not really knowing how to be not human but be right. sentient. And it was just that, like, there was a lot of like interesting kind of cultural uh commentary as you work through the game too that was uh fascinating it was it was well done it was well put together it's a nice package yes and and i like it's also very japanese like <laughs> like it's it's very clearly influenced by japan uh i probably came from japan i mean yeah, i'm not that. sure but uh, very likely uh, but it's it's very it's very influenced, very much a Japanese influence, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Um, because it's just a different look. If you ever play one of those games, I, I think of another one from way back in the day when we were kids. Snatcher was very uh, <laughs> Japanese that is going back way in back. the day. And uh, it's kind of that same deal. You know, when you see one of those, it's like, Hey, I know what this is. I don't see this very often. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. So that was uh, that was straight. I got to mention, I've played two other games uh, as well uh, this week. Neither one of them was Power Wash Simulator, <laughs> but, oh, but they were very much in the same vein. Uh, I've got I've got four games really under my belt in the last like two or three weeks, uh, and they are a game where you uh, play as a cat. A game where you are uh, paid to wash things with high-pressured water. Uh, and then I've played a chunk of, of Two Point Campus. So I'll talk about that for just a second. So pay okay. your play to be a college administrator. Uh, and then I didn't even realize it was coming out. It came out a couple of days ago. Uh, Arcade Paradise, the game we talked about uh, a while Ooh, back. Where snap. you are managing a laundromat at, that has an arcade in the back. Uh, I, I picked that one up immediately and have been playing that as too. And, and so when I was thinking through the games I've been playing recently, I was like, these are the most boring games of all time. Power yeah. Wash Simulator, uh, College Management, uh, running a laundromat slash arcade, and then playing as a cat. Uh, I have Death Stranding and Elden Ring waiting for me to come back to them. And the games that I've been playing are, are Power Washing, College Admin, Cat, laundromat but do you know why you're playing those because i do because um, they're all really good one they are all really good and two the problem with both Elden ring and death stranding 
It's just like crap piercings two games. And there's a list of other ones that we have bought that we really need to play. And it's like, for crying out loud, what do we put time in? Like, what what is the most important thing for? And I've been thinking about this because it's a problem that we have and that we're going to continue to have. Uh, this morning, I was like, I got to get through what he has put on <laughs> Australia because we're going to talk about it. That's important for the show. And so I sort of shifted what I what I do as far as time management because I'm not looking at the game that I that I want to watch. Like I have a preference of of the game that I would like for us to play next. But to me, it, right now at least it's more important especially when you have time to say, okay, what's most important for the show? And I don't know I don't know what the answer is to that question out of the games that we have available. Right. <laughs> uh, like Death Stranding is old and Elden Ring's the thing that everybody's playing. But but let's be honest, like Elden Ring's great and we're gonna play a ton more of Elden Ring, but it ain't it ain't a horizon or yeah. uh one of those that we just love. It's it's not the yes, it's not the thing that we typically do. But also, I'll, I'll mention this uh, with all these random other games uh, that I've been playing. Uh, after playing Horizon, like I just need a, a little bit of a detox from those big yes. massive games too. And these have been really great detoxes. Uh, a, and then- a quick indie play as a cat, random power washing. Uh, two point campus. Let me let me just talk about these other two really quickly. Two point campus okay. is is super fun. College management, like it it sounds dumb, but it's like you know goofy college management, whatever. If you like a good old sim game, uh, and you have Game Pass, again, these are all outside of Arcade Paradise. I've not paid for any of these outside of a subscription that I pay for. Um, and so if you have Game Pass, like, and you you just want to blow some time again, I've been working all this week. Two Point Campus, one of those games that can just run. You know, like you kind of set stuff up, you let it run for ten minutes, and then you come back and check on it. And that's really nice to be able to multitask with. Uh, is it the best game I've ever played? No. Am I going to put tons and tons of time into it? No. But is it nice to like occupy my brain for a little bit while doing other things? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then Arcade Paradise, uh, which, you know, I, I talked about this one that's just pure nostalgia for me because it is essentially my childhood. My family owns a laundromat. I grew up working at a laundromat. We had arcade cabinets in our laundromat at one time. Uh, so a game set in the 90s when I grew up at a laundromat where I grew up playing arcade games. Uh, it is not a a super compelling game <laughs> to be totally honest about it uh it, it it's you know you, you do laundry and you play video games inside a video game but it's cool because like literally that's you you go and you put like laundry into a washing machine and you walk into the back room and you play a video game for two or three minutes while the laundry washes <laughs> but it's these arcade games that like they made up the game developers made up they're obviously derivative off of real life games but they're all unique and all uh their own thing and so it's like derivative of something that really exists but with like an added little twist and they're really kind of fun like these really just like silly you know 
pixel-based arcade games, but very, very nostalgic of the kind of games that we played when we were young at an arcade before, like, arcades got real fancy. You know, this was, like, old-school, like, right. Pac-Man. <laughs> There's one that's, like, Pac-Man, but it's, like, Cops and Robbers. And so you're, like, the criminal, and you, like, have the map, like Pac-Man, and the ghosts, instead of ghosts, it's cops. And so they're, like, chasing you around, and you're getting all the, like, coins or whatever it is you're trying to pick up. But then, like, when one of them catches you, instead of you just dying, like, they, like, wreck your car, and now you're on foot, and you have to run away from them. But you could, like, get back in your car. So it's like Pac-Man, but with this added little twist to it that makes it just a little bit different. You're like, oh, that's clever. Good job, guys, of taking something I'm familiar with and just adding one little gameplay element that's different but makes it kind of interesting. It, and it's fascinating. Like, it's a fun little yeah. thing. It's dumb. It's not a game I'm going to, you know, think about 10 years from now. Uh, but it's, you know, it's it's goofy fun. And, and there's nothing wrong with some goofy fun games. So I, I think um, the, the reason all of these are compelling to me is they're not, you're right, they're not serious games, they're not something that you need to put a lot of time in, but that all of the ones, even Two-Point Campus, are, that's the type of games that we grew up on. Like, we, there, there was no such thing as a super compelling story until, like, Final Fantasy Six. Yeah, like you, you, you just played, you just played games because it was stupid fun for a little while, and then you put it down and you went and you did whatever it is that you did. Yep, uh, that's what gaming was when we grew up. We didn't, we didn't get into all the story crap and all the eighty-hour games until, until. Like I mean, high school, was, like solidly yeah. in high school before, like we really got into like we played Zelda and stuff when we were really young. But that's still like even though they were deeper games, they're nothing compared to what you know we play today or whatever. It just yeah, yeah it was a different time, and there's something that's fun and nostalgic about that time. So I I really love that you're playing all these, and I am gonna download Two Point Campus, and I I think. Um, I highly is, recommend it if you're on Game Pass uh, on on PC. Like apparently there's a console version of it too. I mean, that's not a console game. Don't do that to yourself. Uh, but Game Pass on PC, like it, it, it's stupid fun, but it's fun. Uh, so yeah. so I don't normally segue like this. I still want to talk about Fallout, but I think this is the perfect time to talk about the Microsoft story. So can we do that? And and because uh, I I think it's perfect. We 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 uh, definitely can. Which Microsoft story uh, <laughs> are you? The one uh, about the one about the new subscription is what I was thinking. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Uh, so uh, Microsoft uh, is is testing a family plan for Game Pass, uh, which is a really compelling idea. Like I yeah. was, it was like, hey, that makes a lot of sense. And so uh, right now, this is only available in Colombia and Ireland. So if you are listening to us from either Colombia or Ireland, first of all, that's awesome. Let us know. Please send us an email, gaminguncensored yes. uh, at gmail.com. Uh, secondly, you could try out this uh, this family plan idea. And so whether or not this becomes a, a main thing for Microsoft is yet to be seen, but at least they're testing it. The idea is you could add up to four people uh, to your uh, your uh, uh, Microsoft, your Xbox Game Pass uh, Ultimate account. Uh, and these will get 
these people, whoever these four people are, will get access to essentially Game Pass, all of the, the titles and all that uh, other kind of stuff. Uh, there's going to be caveats to it, one of which is it looks like uh, there's going to be like a $5 per person cost uh, or, or something like that. So it's not just going to be, hey, you just get to add four of your buddies to it uh, with what you're doing now. Um, but even then, uh, it, it it's a, a way to expand what they already do as a service with, you know, a, a literally a family, if that's where you want to do this with a family with, you know, a dad that plays games, a mom that plays games, some kids that plays games, you know, like everybody uh, has their I, own Game Pass uh, account, essentially, that they can access their own stuff. And yeah, I I want this for this show. Uh, yeah, it makes all the sense in the world for us. <laughs> because I, I um, that's one thing that we, we, upgraded me to ultimate so that we could play new shows while you were here. And I thought they were going to give me a month free and they did not. And I thought, okay, that's cool. We have a gaming show. I can continue paying for that. And then I figured out if you listened a couple weeks ago that, that none of the game streaming is available with mouse and keyboard, which is awful. And yeah. so I said, I'm not going to continue to pay for that. But it would be really nice for us to pay for that as a show and then just have access to that when you are here and have all of the game have all of the game pass bells and whistles and and just pay a little bit extra instead of you know having upgrade and downgrade and all the I mean we should have taken some video because the voodoo that we did <laughs> yeah. to make Ninja Turtles playable in my house was kind of insane. I wish we'd have gotten on video. Yeah, uh, but but it was it was a freaking nightmare. It was um, an absolute nightmare uh, to get it to work, but we got it to work. I mean, all, we yeah. persevered and, and made the thing work. Uh, yeah, it was not easy to do. Yeah. So I, I love this idea. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and and I, it's it's one of those things that like I could see Microsoft screwing up, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, please get this right. Like, because it's ultimately it's one of those things that it's going to be easy for people to take somewhat advantage of and, and a way for people to pay less uh, than they would otherwise pay, like us, instead of paying $30 a month for Game Pass Ultimate between the two of us, we would like to pay $20 a month for Game Pass yeah. Ultimate uh, between the two of us. Uh, Microsoft would likely rather have us pay $30 a, a month, and, and they're probably going to put workarounds in that is going to make it more difficult for us. Whatever. Uh, they could do this in a way that's like super... Uh, 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 annoying and 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 makes people not want to do it but like in a really practical way it just makes a lot of sense that to have a subscription service like this that you can share an account in a way that is sanctioned by the company that is not right. like just password sharing and trying to get around that but you could also play games with each other you know like that's the whole thing is like if you are in a literal family and you want to play games together that you both want to have access to the service and play a game together, like Ninja Turtles, if you could pay $5 to add, you know, little brother on or whatever, that just, it's a good idea. Well, it's, it's a way to, to build some more customer base some more loyalty. It's, it's just, yeah. And I'm going to be honest, if you and I could be playing 
if I could get my controller hooked up in here and we could be playing intros right now on streaming, we would be playing intros right now instead of doing the show. I mean, <laughs> right. just, just real honest, I would a whole lot rather play games with you than talk about playing games. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so um, that that's something that we would use a lot. Of, but, but you're totally right. What you just said, that there's a huge possibility that that could screw this up. Uh, it's a bigger possibility that they're going to screw it up uh, than, than that they're not. Because every every U.S. company does this. I got before the show, I got an email that from PayPal that says, if you have a PayPal business account, which I do, you can no longer receive payments from friends and family, which... Um, that's Hello. obnoxious. <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah. And so now they're like, set up a personal account. And I'm like, um, no. <laughs> like, I don't want two PayPal accounts. Right. Same deal, same deal with Netflix. Like, I I um I, you know, Netflix with their pass password sharing uh fee that they're trying yeah. to make work. Like, it's stupid. Don't do that to people. Like what PayPal has just done is totally going to screw you and I over for this show uh, and, and screws me over in several other ways. And so I, I, this is what every American company does, and I hate it. I, I And so you're right. Microsoft's going to totally screw it up. <laughs> we uh, can hope not. We can we can hope, but probably at, eventually they will. And it's kind of, I mean, honestly, it's the life cycle of streaming companies at this point. Like we're seeing it with Netflix uh, so obviously because they were really first in a lot of ways uh, of what they kind of like user base, like kind of, hey, look at this scrappy little company with some content and then all of a sudden it blows up. People love it. They start putting tons of money back into it. And then they get into this like corporate greed is, is I think, a little reductionist about what happens. Yeah. But for our purpose right now, let's call it corporate greed in a lot of ways. You know, like they, they start figuring out all the ways that they can maximize profits that are missing, you know, the reasons that people got excited about the the uh, service in the first place. And then people get pissed. And then they try a lot of times to come back around and be like, no, no, no. Remember, you like us. We did all these good things. And they start trying to think, do things, you know, better. And people are like, yeah, screw you. We're done with you and move on. And that's just like, it feels like the, the natural life cycle of these things. That will happen to Game Pass at some point. Will happen to PlayStation Plus at some point. And then they have to reinvent themselves in some way. And, and we'll do that. That said, let's talk about the uh, the 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 Netflix games thing because I'm like in the zone with the broadcasting thing. We we should have planned this because I actually paid attention to the shortest today, and so yep. I know what's there. Um, yeah, so I, that's this is one of those things we're fixing to talk about. Uh, so. We've talked about this before, uh, and it's now a thing. And I bet you a lot of people listening to this show don't even realize it's a thing yet because uh, it's. It's not something that Netflix is doing a great job of telling people about. So Netflix has a a both a game division that they're making their own games. They did Stranger Things, uh, made a couple of Stranger Things games. But there's also 
games that you can go download on the App Store uh, or, or the Google Play Store, depending on what device you have, that are part of your Netflix subscription that you can only download and play uh, with your Netflix subscription. They have some good stuff that they've licensed uh, uh, through the Netflix kind of game portal, if you want to call it. I don't know what we're calling this thing, and that's part of the problem with it. Uh, but they've got some good content, uh, both that's original content and then stuff that they've licensed to be able to to like essentially put out through their service, which is what Netflix does, right? They make their own TV movie content and then they also license a bunch of content. And so you can either have their first party stuff. Same thing with the games. But finding the games, knowing how to get to the games, they, they've just See, never done a good job. I don't of, know. Yeah. I, I, and I, I didn't, know. like, I had to like, I saw this story. So the story that that started this in the show notes is less than 1% of Netflix's subscribers are playing its games. And I saw that headline and I went, well, I'm part of the 99% because I have no idea where these games are. <laughs> and so the next thing I did was Google, how do you play these games? Uh, and found a, another story that's Netflix has great mobile games. Here's how to play them. It kind of walks you. All this is in the show notes, so you can go see it. Uh, but ultimately, it's on the App Store. Uh, if you go to your Netflix app, there's a, I found it in the Netflix app, there's a, like a banner ad, you click on it, and it takes you to the App Store. And there you can find Netflix games that you download via the App Store. And then you'll have those, but you have to uh, uh, verify your Netflix account. I'm not sure if you do that in-game. I didn't get that far in the process <laughs> before we did the show. Uh or if it just verifies based off of your Netflix app that you already have on your phone, whatever it is. Um, but they're on the App Store, and you can go find them on the App Store. But it, it's just not like it doesn't do a good job of telling you how to get there. But the games, again, they have some solid content on there. And so if you have an iOS device, uh, why not? If you have Netflix, it's not costing you anything more theoretically. Netflix prices go up pretty regularly at this point yeah, they've, they've raised every year <laughs> yeah even maybe a I, couple times this year uh on, it's been a little that, painful on that i i literally just today i canceled my blu-ray plan which i've had forever i like i was one of the guys that you're talking about before netflix streaming existed i was not able one of our favorite things to do when we were kids was go to the video store Yep. And it was impossible for me to, like, we when we got out of school, and it's crazy how nostalgic we are about this stuff, but when we got out of school on a Friday afternoon, the first thing I did, and I know the first thing you did, was, hey, let's go to the video store and see what's there, because I want a game for the weekend. For sure. And then, and then so you would go and you would, you would rent it. I know Perryton had what, like a silver screen and we had all-star video. That was our right. place. <laughs> and, and so, and so I, I would get a game almost every weekend and it would all, it would be late almost every uh, weekend when it was time to take it back because somebody else had to take it back and so when netflix came out with the dvds i was like this is awesome i can get all the movies i want and, and i don't have to worry about sending them back whatever and that's how netflix started it was 20 bucks you get all the dvds you want just send them back whenever and and i've kept that until today and then something happened yesterday and i was like 
crap, for this 20 bucks, I can like rent whatever movie I want off of digital for a reasonable price. Like I can I could watch 20 movies probably for right. what I'm what I'm paying here. And I canceled it. Um and I never thought I would because I I like when I say they have literally everything, when I say that Netflix DVD has literally everything, they do. They have everything. Even the stuff that's on streaming, uh, on other, like, I'm sure you can get uh, stuff like Obi-Wan on on uh, Netflix DVD. Like, yeah, it's you definitely not can't get that, but... Current, but... Like you get previous seasons of stuff, yeah. Um, I, and that's why I liked it. But I, as of this morning, I canceled it. Yeah, and I don't know how long I'm gonna hang with Netflix streaming because it's the one that I watch least. Yeah, yeah. I think it is for us too. That's what we've been, you know, kind of going through budget process and talked about on the last show. We had to replace an air conditioning unit and that gets you very budget conscious very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and so we've been, you know, paring down stuff and that's one for us. Like, but you know what? We're using a ton of Peacock lately, believe it or not. We just like a lot of NBC I, shows. I've so. never done that. Yeah. <laughs> we've I've been watching Superstore recently, which is great. Oh, uh, Superstore is fantastic. Just great. Uh, it's on Peacock. So that's where we've been watching it. But yeah, it's like, we're not going to have all these services. We're just going to pay for the ones we're using and so we use disney plus we use uh hulu we use peacock and so those are the ones that are, are the ones that we care about right now you know and so it's just yeah you, you once you get to the point that you're so saturated with options like we are now uh at some point there's going to be consolidation and and the game streaming thing i bet will go through the same thing it's kind of happening on the pc side i saw this on the show notes but i saw this somewhere this week that google is working on a thing where like essentially you can launch games from search uh from google search engine like you search for a game and if there's a streaming version of it and you have the streaming service like you just launch it from there you know like it's going to just give you a button that's like play now or whatever that's obviously going to be compatible with stadia but uh who knows how much longer Stadia is going to be around that things, you know, on its, uh, you know, uh, on fumes at this point. Uh, but uh, say Game Pass or uh, NVIDIA GeForce Now or uh, whatever. There's one or Amazon's. What is theirs called? Uh, uh, Luna. Luma. Luna. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that it'll give you just an option there. And that's like starting to get to that idea of consolidation that even though there's all these different subscription services, there's going to be some sort of like portal that you could get to a ball. And eventually you're going to get, okay, well, Luna and Game Pass, you can get for a bundle price of whatever. And and uh, we're going to get to the point where there's going to be that consolidation happening again. And then that separating out and then that consolidation gets part of the cycle with these things still fairly early in like the technology. And so we don't know exactly where they'll end up landing, but I, I would imagine we'll see that in the gaming sphere quite a bit. Uh, and we'll see uh, if Netflix say tries to, instead of just doing their own gaming thing, which again they're doing, you can go play some of their games, but they're just doing a bad job of making you know about it. But, they could partner with, you know, whoever and and part of your Netflix subscription now includes GeForce Now or Stadia or Luna or whatever it is, you know, like that's I, not outside I the would, realm of possibilities. I would pay somebody else five more bucks a month to have those combined. Yeah, I, for sure. I would. 
Yeah, um, and it's going to be entertainment portals, not just movie portals or video game portals or whatever it is. I I would I would uh, be playing games on GeForce now if I could get 2K resolution on this fancy monitor that I've got. Um, I I would be playing a ton of stuff on GeForce now on this Mac right here. I'm not doing that because one thing about big fancy monitors is 1080p looks not so good <laughs> right. on, these, on these big fancy monitors. So yep. I, I am not really fired up GeForce now, which I, I feel bad about because like that is the best, pl- the best way to play games in my house, no matter what computer I'm on. Like, I I am going to lug my gaming rig over here very quickly because I'm spending more time here, but it's not really necessary. Like it is for the mods for for you know yeah Fallout and Mass Effect and Drama and all of those. For the, I'm not there's just some games that I'm not going to play vanilla. I'm just not. Yeah, of um, course. And so I'm, I'm, it's coming over for that, but I'm just like you. I have the internet now. Like I can stream. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, a game changer. Deal. It's, it's wild. Uh, it will, uh, it'll make things different for sure. So, um, a couple other things, uh, from the show notes, getting back to Microsoft for just a second, because this is something we talked about a while back. Of course, Microsoft's still in the process of acquiring, uh, Activision Blizzard, uh, Seems like it's probably going to happen again. There's still all the legal stuff that we had talked about when this acquisition was originally announced. Uh, that stuff isn't done yet, uh, but it looks like it's probably going to happen. Uh, Microsoft has uh, has now come out and said publicly uh, that quote it simply wouldn't be profitable to keep Call of Duty or to make Call of Duty an Xbox exclusive. Uh, kind of maybe assuaging some of the fears of of people who play uh, Call of Duty on PlayStation that it's not going to be there. I think that's probably the right call. There's plenty of stuff in the Activision Blizzard catalog that they're going to make exclusive. I have a hard time seeing Call of Duty being an exclusive title. Like that's just such a moneymaker that well, you want that on say, as many platforms as you can. The reason they're not doing it is because it's making so much money. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's like it's like Madden. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Of- you, yeah. That's not something that you take off of that multi-platform thing. Now, something like Diablo, Diablo 4, uh, now, you and I, being purists, would never dream of playing it on a console anyway. No. But people do. Uh, Diablo 3 was quite popular on consoles. Uh, That's a game that... It's it's going to be a big deal, but it's not Call of Duty. Like, it's it's not going to be Call of Duty uh, as far as sales are concerned. And we can talk about the the merits of the game or, or you know, all that kind of stuff on, on a it's, different uh, topic. If, but if, it's Call of Duty is going to outsell Diablo 4 significantly. Diablo 4 is one that would make sense potentially as a console PC exclusive. Diablo 4, like... I hate to say it, not even playing it because I'm gonna eat crow. We haven't eaten crow on this, <laughs> this show in a while. But Diablo Four is not even gonna be as good as Diablo Two. Like, like Diablo Two is still a better game than Diablo Four will be. And, I, I mean, and, I would imagine because Diablo Two yeah. is is an amazing game. Like, that's not a knock on Diablo Four. 
Um, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a very very high bar uh, because of how good of a game it is. And, and I really, you know, they can make that exclusive, and they're not going to lose that much money. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and you know, and people will come to a Microsoft platform to play that game. Like it has enough pull to it that they will encourage people that would have played it on a PlayStation to come play it on their platforms, be it, you know, uh, on console, on, uh, on, uh, uh, PC, whatever it is. Uh, it is a big enough deal to make it worth it, to make it exclusive while not being so big of a deal that they would lose tons of cash off of is, you know, Starfield Starfield's very much the same way. Starfield's going to be exclusive to Microsoft. Uh, could it have made money on a PlayStation, uh, release? Of course, but it's not sales wise. What call of duty is. I just, I, it, it is we talk about it like I feel like every year because there's a new Call of Duty game every year, the ridiculous amount of sales that Call of Duty has. It's just absurd the numbers wow. that that franchise puts out. Uh, that is the one title from that Activision Blizzard catalog that just doesn't make any sense because of how many ridiculous number of copies it sells. And the, the I noticed Call of Duty, and I'm talking about this before, Call of Duty is now in every other game that exists. Fallout 4 is a whole lot more Call of Duty than Fallout 3 is. Like, I, 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 there, there's, there's a whole lot more Call of Duty going on in Fallout 4 than there ever was in any other, any other Fallout game. And I say that because Fallout 4 I mean, like, for crying out loud, I'm having to, if I use a weapon with a scope and I'm out of that, which you have to be because you only have so many action points, you, you've got to actually hit the scope button to use the thing with the <laughs> scope. I'm like, this is dumb. Why? What? Why do you, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Just put the thing to your eye and shoot like, why do I have to hit another button? Well, the reason why I have to do it because that's what Call of Duty does, and and and, and the other the other thing that Fallout Four has is that they now have a grenade button. So if I want to like throw a Molotov cocktail, I can't just click the mouse anymore, which is what I would have done uh, with Fallout Three or anything else. You got to hit whatever the grenade button is, and that's separate from your fire, but that's Call of Duty also. Like, that that got invented in Call of Duty. That's, it's very obviously, it very obviously comes from that, and it pisses me off, but people <laughs> love it. Yes. You know? Yeah, and, it, it uh, definitely, it's had its, uh, 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 influence on everything else in gaming uh without a doubt yeah. uh, at this point yeah. uh and as such you know y y y if you're going to be wise you're going to keep that one uh out there for yeah. um everybody else so uh no shocker there uh, a couple other uh, uh things mm -hmm. to mention i mentioned the the humble bundle uh uh bundle that you <laughs> go to go to humble bundle uh if you like resident evil you can get essentially 
all of the Resident Evil titles. Not there, you know. There's some obscure ones uh, that that aren't included here. Uh, but all the Resident Evil games, the originals. So this doesn't include the recent remakes. That's an important caveat here. But the originals, all the way up through Resident Evil Seven, um, for thirty bucks, uh, eleven Evil different titles. There. Resident Evil Seven's on there, so not eight. Uh, but Resident Evil 7. Uh, so That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, from the original Resident Evil uh, 0, uh, 2, 3, 4. Uh, you do get a 50% off coupon for uh, Village. So you can get that. Uh, 5, 6. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 Deluxe Edition. Uh, and then Resident Evil Revelations, which I don't even know what the Revelations games are. Uh, I don't remember those. I think they are... Either they were on the 3ds yeah. yeah interesting yeah oh look at that they even know so uh if you are a resident evil fan uh and want all those on pc for 30 bucks that, that's pretty good again not the remakes the remakes are their own thing and and we've we've talked about how amazing those apparently are we've not played them yet but man uh people love them so uh, check that out, Humble Bundle. Uh, I mentioned game uh, delays. Uh, two that we got noted delayed into next year. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, the Harry Potter game. Uh, no surprise there. Uh, it's coming now, they're saying, uh, uh, sometime in the first quarter. Uh, what was it? February 10th. Believe that when I see it. Kind of thing. <laughs> That's one that I yeah. imagine will get delayed again. Uh, and then Marvel's Midnight Suns, the XCOM Marvel uh game has been uh delayed into first quarter of next year but that got me thinking seeing those two games moved into next year we've seen a bunch of other games uh get moved into next year here's just a sampling of some of the games that are currently supposed to come out in 2023 some of these won't make it but some of them have already been pushed into 2023 and so you would imagine uh we will actually see these uh alan wake 2 um i'm just going through these in uh uh alphabetical order and picking out the ones that for us at least seem like big deal baldish gate 3 um the disney's dreamlight that we uh we talked about a little bit uh both final fantasy 7 rebirth and final fantasy 7 6 or Final Fantasy 16, not 716. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, but both those Final Fantasy titles, big Final Fantasy titles. Um, Spider-Man 2 uh, on the PlayStation uh, uh, world. Uh, uh, let me see. There was a couple other ones in here. I want to make sure uh, I didn't miss. Starfield, RoboCop. Uh, we talked about that RoboCop uh, just the other day. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, the next Breath of the Wild game. Uh the one that I would love to see the wolf among us Two supposed to come out next year. Yeah. So far, uh, 2023, a heck of a year for gaming. I don't think, I mean, yeah, we're going to see some games in 2023. I don't think they're going to make it. I think some of them are going to get pushed to 24. I would be shocked um, to see Zelda next year, given that we've seen nothing of Zelda this year. Um, other than like, hey, this is taking us a while. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I think, or one of those Final Fantasy VII games or Final Fantasy mm-hmm. games, uh, isn't coming out next year. But we know we're getting Starfield. It looks like we're getting uh, Marvel Sons and and the Harry Potter game, and one or both of those games could be pretty lame. Uh, neither one of those games is guaranteed to be fun. Starfield's probably going to be really good, um, and that's as of right now. You know, one of those big games uh, of next year. Uh, Spider-Man 2, man, if that, that Spider-Man game comes out next year, whew, 
That'd be a big one. Yeah. Redfall, I, I overlooked that one. Uh, Forsaken, I overlooked that one. Uh, those are both kind of unproven, but could be uh, really solid games. And so, uh, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones I'm missing in there too that are are bigger names, and I'm giving them at just a quick glance. Uh, but mm. as much as it's been delayed from this year into next year, you would expect next year <laughs> to be pretty good. And we'll see how much from next year gets delayed into 2024, uh, which will likely be quite a bit. So that's. That's where we are, boys and girls. It's kind of life at this yes, point. Yes, that's how it works. I I have to say, I don't know if these companies real. The of course they have to realize that because they're all gamers too. But they gotta know we've all got a massive backlog of stuff that we're like never gonna get through. Like if I never play another new game, I could play games for the next 20 years and not run out of stuff to play. Like that's how big my backlog is. That's insane. Yeah. But it's It's, the truth. Yeah. It's pretty Uh, wild. Uh, I mean, it's a good problem to have. Uh, That's what I always, you know, tell myself is it's better to have not enough time to play all the games we have than enough time to not play good games because they don't exist. I'd rather have good games that exist and not enough time to play them. We definitely Absolutely. have that in spades right now. And I don't think that's ever going to change in our lifetimes. So we're going to have good games for the rest of our lives. Even if it's just catching up from what we've missed up till this point. We've got and, enough games to last us a while. And I'm telling you, as uh, the older we get, retirement's looking better and better. Because <laughs> right. what, 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 what Jamie and Tommy are going to do when he's done and all he has to do is travel. Which that's gonna happen. There's gonna be a lot of that, I know for a fact. For sure. Uh, but but when 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 that happens, the rest of the time will be devoted to doing this because we're losers. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, there's yeah, absolutely nothing I'm, wrong with that. I'm I've, I've been waiting for the last I don't know ten years or so. Like when's that dude freaking gonna retire? Um, <laughs> Uh, that's the only that's the only reason I applaud every time he gets another master's degree because I'm like, ooh, five years closer. Sweet. <laughs> so, it's a nice uh, thought. Uh, it's a nice uh, thought. So but, someday but, uh, we'll get there. But it has been nice. So, There's been more games recently than there have been in the past, and that's uh, always a good thing. So I have to. I know we still have releases, and you can throw those in real quick. Uh, but at the very end of the show here, I want to complain about Fallout. And, For sure. Uh, uh, yeah. not, I'll go ahead and just throw them in because there's just not a lot. Uh, again, it's just kind of that slow time of gaming. Gamescom is right around the corner. Let me mention that. We're just a couple of weeks out from Gamescom. So we will have some news coming uh, pretty soon, which is exciting. We're just not there right now. Uh, on the uh, on the release front, not a whole lot. I mentioned Arcade Paradise. Uh, that was one of the releases this year, uh, this week. Uh, Two Point Campus. We talked about that one actually on, on last week's uh, show. Uh, story of Seasons. There's a new Story of Seasons game. Uh, out there if that's uh, your thing um, I think we missed uh, uh, Xenogears uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 excuse me uh, was last oh, week wow. 
uh, which is apparently very good. It's got an 89 on Metacritic. Uh, people very, very much digging that guy. I've seen a lot of positive stuff uh, about that out there. Uh, and then uh, I do need to mention this one because this is a big deal. Uh, the Spider-Man remastered for the PC is out now, uh, which also looks very, very cool. It, it, I, I'm, I haven't bought it immediately because I know I'm not going to play a ton of it. It's going to be one of those that I wait to pick up until you're here, uh, because right now it's more about the novelty than it is anything else. And so I'm I'm waiting to pick that one up. So you are in the building. Uh, I I will play some, but I I, I think it's going to be really hard on mouse and keyboard. So yeah, um, I'm I'm waiting on that one. Uh, but I am excited about it. Yeah. Because yeah. if that's here, then you know Miles is coming, and you know, yeah, there, there's. I just love that we're seeing this stuff on PC. I do too, and that one, man, it just that PC port looks great. Uh, I am very excited to see that one on the PC. It's gonna be fantastic, and I like it even better if it happens to make it the Game Pass. <laughs> yes. Uh, you that, never know that would be amazing uh come on sony let's let's do something here let's make that happen I, or I would, to see uh, playstation plus come with some pc side of things like yeah. that also is is a, a big possibility uh that like let's make that happen let's do gate or playstation plus pc like we have game pass for the pc I'd, I'd pay for that. I really, I, I would for sure. I mean, they're getting great. enough catalog on, um, on on the PC that they could make it worth your while. You get a few more games out there, but they've got some sell, stellar, stellar stuff on PC right now. Yeah, and and I'd say Spider Man will not play well on mouse and keyboard, but I thought that about Horizon, and Horizon is fabulous on mouse and keyboard. Yep. That's fair. So you never know. You never know. Um, just just going back to the complaining about Call of Duty a little bit. Here's one of those things that they put in Fallout that really, really, really annoys me. Uh, I, I as far as I know, we're at the end of the show, notes, and so yep, I'm yep. swinging back around. Go for it. Um, I I uh, I am level almost level eleven on. Fallout 4, which that doesn't sound like a lot, but I've been playing for 30 plus hours, <laughs> and the level cap for a Fallout game is usually around 30, and so I'm not quite halfway there. But, 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 you know, I'm getting there, and I'm doing something with Fallout game that I never do, which is I am waiting to level up. Because something that is sort of annoying with Fallout 4 is there seems to be a lot more perks that you need to make the game functional, like to build. And I'm talking about for like the the base building crap for defense. You gotta have Gun Nut, which is not something that I ever get as a perk just to build the bigger machine gun turrets. And you've got to have a science perk just to build laser turrets. <laughs> and I'm like, this is annoying because what I focus on on Fallout 
is hacking and lockpicking. That's it. Yeah. Now you're telling me I got to have this other crap. I'm not interested in this other crap. But they're telling me I have to have it. And so I am literally, when I level up, I literally wait to to get to a computer that I cannot open because that <laughs> is the, the, the locks and the computers are the most important part. In a Fallout game, and I'm literally waiting until I get to a, a locker computer that I cannot open before I level up, because I never know when that's going to happen, and that's how I play Fallout. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of pissed off about that. But the thing that I wanted to bring up. It's that I played for 11 levels, and there's this thing at the bottom of the screen. There's this bar that says, when I'm in bats, there's this bar that says, critical hit. And it's this bar, and it's full. And, like, I'm taking people's heads off or whatever. And so I start Googling, trying to figure out what this bar is. And it's this thing that they've added in, in Fallout 4 that, like, you set up your shots and bats, and then you hit the space bar, and no matter what your percentage chance is, you get a crit. Here's my argument. That's, that's fantastic. I love the crit bar. But why in the crap do I have to... Press another button to use it. <laughs> like, seriously, why can't when it's, like, full, why can't you just let me, like, click a thing using my mouse? Why do I have to reach over with the keyboard and click another button to use the, to use the grid bar? And the answer, boys and girls, going back to what we talked about earlier, is call a freaking duty. <laughs> That's why. They're trying to make it more ac action-oriented and trying to make you, oh, I got to pay attention. I got to hit the button so I can get a crit. I'm so annoyed, okay? <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's an accessibility thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm crippled. I don't really complain, but. For crying out loud, it's enough with all the buttons you gotta press. <laughs> it's enough! I have no shot, no shot at playing something like Death Stranding. Yeah. None. Because <laughs> just to balance the damn thing, it takes like three buttons. I have no shot. Yeah. There are crippled people out there. And and I, I call myself crippled, and there's people cringing because why would he call himself that? Because that's where I am. <laughs> I'm not differently able. We're all differently able. He's got different skills than me, and I've got different skills than him. We're all differently able. That's the dumbest term anybody's ever made. There's stuff on my body that doesn't work. It's crippled. I'm a crippled. Okay. <laughs> And so here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are lots and lots of cripples who play games. Like four of them listen to this show. They don't need to push more buttons. Yeah. It's not necessary. 
And I'm, I'm like, I'm so mad about this because it is wholly and completely unnecessary to have that in Fallout 4. You don't need that. Yeah. It, there is literally no use for it. And the only reason I haven't downloaded my 25th mod is because I'm not at my house. Okay? If I were at my house, I would have downloaded a mod for the freaking crit bar yesterday. <laughs> I Look, I, I understand it's a nitpicky thing, and I understand that there's people out there complaining listening to me complain about this saying, well, that's where games are now. You just have to accept it. They're more action-oriented. Hello, I have a reason why that sucks. Pay attention to the people that play your games, okay? I'm talking, and I'm talking to everybody. This is not a Bethesda thing. It's not a a a a, a Blizzard thing. It's not a Sony thing. It's not a Microsoft thing. This is everybody thing. Just because you have more buttons to play with, whether it's a a mouse and keyboard or a controller, just because you have more buttons to play with doesn't mean you have to use them all. Yeah. Or at Man. least if if you're going to use them all, make them mappable so I can put the really important stuff on the buttons I can reach. <laughs> that's uh, that's fair. Uh, and what so many companies are getting better at, but obviously we haven't arrived uh, yet, but doing better with uh, accessibility options for that kind of stuff. Yes. Uh, put those options in there. Uh, when you feel that you have uh, the need to make button pressing more complicated, make it a way that it doesn't have to be more complicated as well. Yeah, because I mean, it, it really, it really damages. I I don't think we've ever adequately documented on the show how much effort it takes for me to play games. What? No matter what it is, whether it's a whether it's a PC or a game console or, or whatever, um, it it's really hard, yeah. and I do it because I love it. But that's why I don't. That's a big portion of why I don't play games every day like I used to, because it takes even the simplest thing takes time to set up and get where I can play it. And if I if I happen to be no good at it because it takes too, too many buttons and it's something I really want to play, then I get bummed out because I can't play it. It's like, it, it really is an effort for me to do something that I really enjoy. And I, I realize that all of these companies are in it to make money. I get it. And that's why we promote groups like Warfighter Engage, who build my controller, which we use every time that you're here. I really wish I could use it more often, and that will happen when you're here and we can find a way to set it up that it's not, you know, uh, it's not this huge cumbersome thing. But that's what 
folks like Warfighter engage are fabulous and they do that stuff for people like me. And so Ken and Chris and everybody over there, we love those guys. I don't say it often enough, but there shouldn't be a need for that. Okay. Like there, there, there shouldn't be a need for those guys to, to, to do that for, for forget, forget uh, somebody that's born with CP like I am. Ken and Chris and everybody else at Warfighter and Gator doing what they do because vets can't play games. That's stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and I didn't I didn't mean to go off. I, I just it 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 seems uh, the crit bar seems like a stupid thing, a stupid little thing that I should not be upset about. And to be honest, I played for 10 levels and I didn't even really understand what it did. So obviously it's not that important. But if it's not that important, why do I need another freaking button for it? Yeah. Um, and and I, I just, I don't think people really understand how valuable it is for some of us to easily be able to play games. And, and and that's that's where that's coming from. Yeah, that's so. uh, that's all fair. Uh, yeah, do better. He's people. trying to figure out what to say because he's like, <laughs> dude, he honked. I totally turned into honk there for a second. <laughs> uh, no, it's fair. I, I I just I really it it really bothers me. Of course, Fallout's not Fallout Four's not quite ten years old. Uh, but it's new enough, and and granted, there's gonna be somebody that sends an email that's like, "Here's three mods on Nexus that fix that." But but the reason I'm complaining about it is you're right. There's three mods on Nexus that fix that. I have 24 other mods to fix all the other crap they didn't do right. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's like. At some point, I paid for this game. You people need to do your jobs because if if we if we if we're going to talk about people that we're proud of, especially as disabled people, you got to throw the mining community in there too because some of them looked at this and they said, "This is dumb. We're going to fix it." And that and in a lot of like, if I had to play Fallout Four without bonds, I just have to skip it. But, yeah. There's no way that I could play Fallout 4 without mods. Yep. And and that's a problem. Yep. So, that being said, we got to go. He's looking at his watch because he's got a little girl coming home and he's probably still got some stuff to do. So, probably. Uh, you guys know where all of the, uh, the fun social media stuff is. Apparently, uh, Facebook is being evil to some people, so <laughs> watch out for that. Uh, don't get your account nuked if you can avoid it. Uh, we we got stuff going on on the Facebook page. Shout out, shout out to my buddy, Chris, who I thought was a hacker uh, because <laughs> I was like, bro, we're already friends. And it was like, hey, friend, your buddy, Chris. And then. He like joined the face the Facebook yeah. group and I was like, what's going on here? God bless that guy. He just had so, a rough time, but he's legit. Uh and we're glad yeah, to have him back is. on the group. Absolutely. So I definitely go by there, check that out, check check the Twitter out. 
Uh, there's always something going on on Twitter. We are we don't say it enough. Tommy spends a ton of time putting games up on uh, YouTube. So if you want to watch us play games, yeah, we know it's not that entertaining. <laughs> we get it, but if you want to watch us play games, go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and uh, that's that's where Tommy puts all of our stuff, and we even put stuff up there when we're together. Yeah. Uh, so, so if you want to watch us play games, you can definitely do that. Other than that, is there anything else, sir? I think we're good. I'm Jamie. That's Tommy. We are Gaming Uncensored, and we are out. Would you like to submit a segment for the show? Send it to GamingUncensored at gmail.com. And don't worry, we'll play just about anything. Gaming Uncensored.